guys and welcome to the next episode of the Shane Walsh Fitness Podcast. So this is the first episode of 2020. So 2019 was an amazing year. It was a year for a lot of mental growth on my side, a lot of a lot of things that I've noticed about myself in 2019. A time for reflection and my reflection on my own training, my own business, my own mental health, my own personal health on my own mental development and stuff like that and it's been it's been it's been crazy and for anyone that's been following me for a while thank you so much for doing so thank you for everyone that's listened to the podcast i set up the podcast late in 2017 2018 should i say um and i was very lucky to have the amount of people that have had on the podcast brian a couple of times paul germany a couple of times amelia thompson jay alderson richie Kerwin. And I like the the names are amazing, Ben Coomer, and it's it's just crazy the amount of people that have come onto it. And what's even crazier is that people are listening to the podcast. I remember first releasing the first episode all the way back in December, twenty eighteen, and it was just like it, it took me half an hour to press the play button or to press the record button, should I say? And now it's a lot more comfortable. Don't get me wrong, I still get nervous about when I'm about to press record. And I still have no set in front of me. Like I have no set in front of me for today's episode. And it's it's crazy the amount of people that are listening to it, the feedback that I'm getting. And it's exciting times ahead for 2020. For anyone that doesn't know or isn't aware of what's going on with myself and the business. So I've moved away from face-to-face PT for a little while, which I will go into a little bit more detail. And I've decided to go fully online. So what does that mean? So I will be working with my clients only online i will be trying to help as many people as possible and that's the reason for it the other reason was that my mental health uh, with the mental hours that i was working i was working 17 18 hour days on limited or no sleep my training was getting affected my mental health was getting affected my food was all over the place i wasn't able to set a plan in place and just wasn't happy overall i absolutely will miss face to face but i need to take a step back i potentially will go back in a little while but for now, I just want to see, I owe it to myself as, as a business, as a person to try and work fo- fully online to see if it will work. If it doesn't work, I can always go back. I can always move. And I've been very lucky with the people that I've met. And I would like to thank those guys. I'd like to thank the gym that I was working out of. And I'm excited for the next little bit in 2020. If you guys have got your goals written out and one of those is to potentially try to lose a little bit of weight. If you've got a wedding coming up or you've got holidays coming up in May, June, July or whatever it may be. And you're looking to kind of potentially work with someone and you're interested in hearing about what online coaching is, about the online coaching services. Please do feel free to reach out to me um, at Shane at ShaneWalshFitness.com or head over to shamewashfitness.com for more information or feel free to pop me a DM and we can kind of have a chat. We can book in a call, an onboarding call, kind of have a chat to see if you are right fit. If you are someone that potentially goes for all or nothing approach, this may not be the right tack for you. I try to work with my clients, particularly on their little habits, work on their kind of mental side of things while giving them program with videos, recipe books, weekly check-ins via YouTube, WhatsApp support. And I try to be very, very hands-on with my clients. Now, the fact that I'm more fully online, I'll be able to reach out to those that work with me a little bit more and be able to try and change things a little bit more, try to help those people a little bit more, 
if you want help or you're looking for a little bit of guidance and you're unsure what online coaching is please feel free to reach out and have a question if you're completely newbie to the gym and you feel that online coaching isn't for you i would say that it, it is for you and no one has the right not to be coached no one has the right to be not online coach i know when some people go to the gym they're a little bit scared potentially work with a face-to-face -face pt first but with the program that I potentially offer you guys is that you get videos, you get exercise selections that will work for you that aren't too complicated and we build up your confidence in the gym. So please feel free to reach out. But that's enough of a plug for now. So the whole episode today for the first episode of 2020 is the lessons that I've learned in 2019. These are both from a personal point of view, a business point of view, and a mental health side of things. So I've kind of written out 10 little things that I've learned in 2019. There are plenty more, but and there are no particular order. So the first like kind of lesson that I've learned in 2019 is to run your own race. This is so, so important. So many of us kind of look at social media and we look at kind of the influences. We look at people who are potentially looking a little bit better body-wise. We look at people who are in business ahead of us, who have been in business for years, but yet we take it so personally. We take a very, very, we look at their kind of path and we kind of like, why aren't I at that stage right now? I, I used to be like this. Sometimes I still fall into this and it's something that I need to work on. I look at people who I admire in the business industry and the fitness thing that I kind of look at their physiques. I look at their business and I'm kind of like, why haven't I got this yet? And it's something that I'm, I'm working on. And there's no point in comparing your chapter one to someone's chapter 15. And if you're on chapter six, there's no point in comparing yourself to chapter 15 either. You need to be able to put in the groundwork, be able to be proud of where you're at, whether it's a fitness, fitness kind of thing that you're looking for. Potentially, if you've kind of gone from a couch to 5K, that's a huge step. If you're only starting in the gym and you're kind of potentially giving out, why aren't I X amount of weight down or why am I not fitting into my clothes? Potentially work with a coach. Potentially take progress photos and work like that. For so many of us, kind of we, we kind of get bogged down in kind of the weight loss, the fat loss argument. And so many of us, particularly if you're a little bit overweight, the weight loss is kind of paramount. But we kind of come to a point that you kind of can't keep losing weight every single week. Then it kind of comes down to how your body is looking. And that's why I kind of look at progress photos. Mark your progress against your own progress. Run your own race. Look at, say, a pro photo from kind of week one, week four, week eight, week 12, week 16. Every four weeks, concentrate on your own lifts concentrate on that you've got to the gym three times this week concentrate that you've got three walks in this week concentrate on that you've got more protein into your diet this week concentrate on if you listen to x amount of podcasts you listen to x amount of books run your own race don't let anyone derail your progress so many people are out there that are potentially unhappy with their lives and they will be more than happy to say things about your own race and potentially when they haven't got their acts together and this is this happens a lot a misery misery loves company and a lot of people are potentially unhappy in their relationships. A lot of people potentially may be a little bit unhappy with their fitness routine, but they're so quick to jump onto the bandwagon and talk to other people behind your back about various different things. Uh, people look at kind of social media, make comments on why is that person doing X, Y, and Z. But the reason why so many people are potentially unhappy is, is that's that's their thing they may not have come to realization but it's important for you to realize that you need to make sure you're you know your reason why 
make sure if you want to run a business go for it if you want to kind of get lose a little bit of weight and feel a little bit better go for it remember your reason why people will always have an opinion people will always try to knock you down and it's important for you to kind of stick to your own routine little by little knock away at the so like a perfect analogy would be kind of cutting down a tree if when you start hitting a tree nothing really happens you start knocking you start using the pickaxe whatever it may be whatever utensil you may be using and you kind of nick into it nick into it nick into it and something may not be happening and then all of a sudden when you kind of get a little bit further the tree starts to move and you have to push it with your hand depends how big the tree is obviously and then all of a sudden the tree will fall so the perfect analogy is run your own race imagine the analogy of use of cutting down a tree that you kind of pick away at it pick away at it and then something will happen something will fall for you it's not going to happen overnight your weight loss journey is not going to happen overnight anyone that's looking for a quick fix please don't look for a quick fixes you need to remember if you have a good bit of weight to lose you need to remember how long it took you for how long it took you to lose to put on that weight should i say it took you a long time to put on that weight through habits of potentially grazing at night potentially not going to the gym not going to get a pt not going for walks and potentially feeling a little bit sorry for yourself potentially sitting on couches eating loads of dominoes all that kind of stuff i'm not saying there's anything wrong with that but then the only person you can kind of blame is potentially yourself we fall into these we've I've spoken about this with brian Keane a number of times is about the victim mentality is that we fall into these little victim mentalities and that why i can't lose weight you need to take actions yourself so the important number the number one point that I learned from 2019 was run your own race, whether it comes to business, fitness, or whatever it may be. If you're going for a promotion, if you are starting off in a company, don't expect to be CEO overnight. The second one is one that I have realized quite, quite quickly in the last couple of weeks, which is listening to your body. So whoever, my inner circle know the story here. Um, I have been working on getting all my clients the best results. I have been putting a lot more content out. I've been doing the podcast. I have been pushing myself to the limit with the amount of hours I've been working. I potentially have neglected my own health, my own mental health, my own sleep, my own food, my own training, and something gave. And it was one morning in November. I was driving into work to go and see clients and I was probably a little for a little bit away from the house and I crashed my car. So I could have easily fallen into a mentality of why has this happened to me? Why has this happened to me? But the positive that I took out of this is that the car got a little bit damaged. The bump, the front bumper fell off. The two lights or the one lights got smashed. There was no real external damage to the car. So that was a positive. No one else got hurt. That's the second positive. The wall that it hit is okay. I'm okay. It was a little bit of a shock. Still managed to PT my clients. Didn't really say anything to my clients about what had happened. Tried to keep that whole thing to myself. But I I kind of went back and I had my graduation that weekend and kind of came to me on that kind of hit me on the Friday or the Saturday. The incident happened on the Friday. Kind of hit me the Friday night, the Saturday morning. I was kind of like, crap, I've just crashed my car. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Freaking out a little bit. I was kind of like, I could either kind of sit here, feel like crap, or else I can kind of take this as a sign that I need to get my sleep back in to a, get into a normal routine and kind of not feel sorry for myself and the whole thing. I had been neglecting my own sleep. I've been probably getting about six and a half hours, seven hours of sleep 
at night potentially wasn't like very good quality sleep i was looking at screens at night time which i tell you guys not to do or advise you guys not to do should i say my training and fitness had gone to shite i need to listen to my body so on that friday the incident happened i went in on the monday and handed in my notice into the gym and i took it as a sign that i need to change something we it's important to listen to your body my body your body has a funny way of kind of reacting to certain situations my other perfect example is when i got sick in april 2017 for anyone that hasn't listened to the the solo episode about my own story i think it's episode 11 is that your body does have a certain way like for in april 2017 i had started a new job on the monday i woke up on saturday morning with two blood clots in my left arm i was in a really really bad place mentally went in had to get we still have no idea what happened i took it as a sign that it was stress and lifestyle and all that kind of stuff i got into a kind of fitness routine beforehand uh potentially went into a little bit gung-ho wasn't lifting weights with all kind of body weight stuff doing joe wicks and insanity and stuff like that those programs are great but alongside a decent nutrition plan they they would even be better if you know what i mean um and my mental health gave my mate my own health gave and uh, i had to take a positive out of it it took a little while for me to do it i was working with a cancer along the way which i've spoken about um a lot which is colony counseling in still Oregon in dublin and i took it as a sign that something needed to change i needed to kind of reach out to those those guys and have a chat and kind of go through what was potentially wrong with me i fall into a really really bad place mentally locked myself away it wasn't really a socializing socializing wasn't really looking after myself was kind of staying indoors not getting any, any vitamin d wasn't even going for walks was actually sitting there like a vegetable on in front of a tv it, like that was never going to end well and i look back at it now and i'm kind of glad the illness happened it was the best thing to happen the scariest thing that happened to me as well but your body is a funny way of kind of shutting down. And if you're not, if you're not fueling your, so the perfect analogy for this would be if you have a car and you don't put in the right fuel into your car. So say if you've got a diesel car and you put on it in, the car is not, it's going to backfire or it's going to break up the, it's break, going to break the engine really. If you don't fuel your car, your fuel your car right, or you go on half empty and stuff like that, you're not going to complete the journey. And you need to realize that sometimes the gung-ho mentality, or most of the time, I'd say 100% of the time, the gung-ho mentality won't work. You need to be able to realize when you potentially need to reduce your training, need to realize when you need to take a little bit of a break, need to realize that you need to take a couple of breaks from work, family, make sure family and friends are there, make sure that you, you, yeah, just make sure you're kind of there for family and stuff like that. And I've neglected that in the past. Um, and it's one of those things that I've learned from the, the car crash incident as well, listening to your body. So the third point that I have is unhappy. Um, well, then you should do something about it. I'm not saying that I was unhappy in the place I was in, in regarding face-to-face PT. I was, I was, I was very, very happy working with clients. The only bit that I was unhappy with potentially was the amount of errors that I was working with, the lack of a social life I was potentially not being able to have. And I will miss the the face-to-face interaction, but I'm lucky enough that I'm still working with 99% of the face-to-face clients that I was very lucky to work with on a, in an online capacity. And I'm excited for the next, the next chapter. But if you, from someone who has had a so-called real job, um, I worked in recruitment for a while. I worked in sales for a while. For someone that if you're unhappy to do and if you're unhappy with something like you can move you're not a tree is the analogy i use like 
if you I'm scared I'm I'm excited I'm nervous I'm scared I've got another big move from moving online if you're unhappy in a job then do something about it if you're unhappy with your physique or how you look then do something about it hire a coach go to the gym do something about it get a nutrition plan that will work for you don't go out gung-ho mentality if you're unhappy in a relationship do something about it if you're unhappy that you're living in Ireland and you're not getting a bit not enough sun and you can't hack the winters in Ireland or anything like that potentially move abroad if you're not getting enough holidays you want to travel more do it like if you're like you have to do something you you're the only you only have one life you only have the only two things that we have are guaranteed in life i would say are the day you're born and the date that you die they're the two timelines that we can uh, can live by it's a little bit it's a little bit morbid i know but the only thing guaranteed is the the date that we are brought into this earth and the date that we leave this earth if you can look if you can't look back when you're older and say i live my life to the fullest that's that's on you you have to own your actions if you're unhappy with something do something about it if you have x amount of weight to lose if you have a little bit of weight around your stomach or if you have a little bit of weight around your bum or whatever it may be do something about it if you're unhappy about it don't kind of play it fall into this victim mentality oh i can't lose weight i blah 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 do something about it reach out to someone that is in the know and just don't go for the gung-ho mentality. The lesson number four that I've learned is you can't please everyone. This is one of those things that when I first fell into PT, when I first started going to sales, was I was taking everyone on that would kind of inquire and without kind of really doing some sort of kind of consultation, which I do now for all clients online and face-to-face, would be that I book in a phone call or have a, a face-to-face sit down to understand what that person's goals are you have to realize that some people may be more ready for change some people may not be ready at all and you can't please everyone some people may may convince themselves that they're ready for change but something may happen along the line and then it potentially goes all tits up and it it just doesn't happen for them like everyone also has an opinion on something that you're doing so if you talk in the fitness industry fitness industry is 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 huge is huge at the minute everyone has an opinion on something everyone will find literature on something everyone will have something some sort of an opinion about nutrition training whatever it may be but if the approach that you're taking works for you well then that's the best approach for you if the approach that you're taking right now isn't the right one for you well then there's your answer it's not working for you so change something leads into if you're unhappy about something do something about it if you enjoy crossfit go for crossfit if you enjoy hit training at home go for it if you enjoy running at home go whatever it may be people below you will always talk about you this you never really hear about the people from the top talking about the people from the bottom it's always the people at the bottom that are going to to kind of talk about you and i know in the last little while that when i made the change over to online there was potentially people kind of saying stuff that I potentially shouldn't do it, X, Y, and Z, but I know in hearts of hearts that if I don't give it a go now and I hadn't taken that sign from the car crash that I would never do it. I would potentially continue still running myself into the ground and not looking after myself. And if I can't look after myself, I I can't provide a good service to those that are paying a premium price uh, when I was with, when I was, when I was a face-to-face PT and I can't offer them the best service, get them the best results and offer the best service when they've asked me questions and stuff like that. So number five is getting rid of the I'll be happy when mentality. So we can all we all jump into this 
and it's one of those things that so many of us kind of adopt that I'll be happy when I'm three stone down I'll be happy when I get a new job I'll be happy when I get a new girlfriend I'll be happy when I go to Bali I'll be happy when I go to Thailand whatever it may be and it's important for you to realize that like the biggest thing that I would kind of work on with clients is when someone says to me that I want to lose three stone I'll be happy when the biggest thing that I like without sounding kind of in an argumentative fashion is I kind of challenge someone's thoughts, beliefs or whatever it may be and kind of say, why will you be happy when you're 74 kilos? You don't go into a shop to ask for a size 74 kilos. You go into a shop looking for a size 10, 12, 14, 16, whatever it may be. So there's no point in kind of realizing that I'll be happy when you maybe feel more comfortable at a 74 kilos. You may feel a little bit better, a little bit lighter, a little up, may have more energy, but don't say you'll be happy when. The other thing is you re may realize is that if you if your aspiration is to say 74 kilos, this is a number picked out of my head, by the way, is that you may realize that you might not be able to maintain this. And this is the thing that I work on with my clients is that we kind of want to make small changes to rate the process. And we want to find a maintainable approach that you can guys can have a social life, go out in the pace with your mates. The girls go on holidays, have a life. Life is too short not to be able to do this. You need to understand that. Enjoy the journey. Find a goal. Find your reason why. Write it down. Put that in front of you. Put it onto the, the, the fridge at home. Put it on a whiteboard, which I'm looking at right now. I had my goals for 2019 written up on the board. And I ticked off them as I went. So, for instance, my goals were um, 100 kg squat, uh, 90 kg bench press. Uh, to get X amount of online clients, to make sure I get training minimum three times a week, to be able to get out for a walk three times a week, to make sure that I am hydrated enough, make sure that I'm going to get more time to myself. I have ticked most of those off. Some of them I've neglected, but I've, I've definitely failed some of them. But at least I had something to hit, something, something, some goal to hit. And... I feel a lot better knowing that I've kind of ticked those boxes as I've kind of gone along, but I'm still not 100% uh, on my goal. My goal is to be able to help as many people as possible. My goal is to enjoy my training again, which is going to happen. I've literally rewritten a new program for myself now, um, and I'm, I'm excited to kind of to see. So it's, I'm getting rid of that I'll be happy when mentality is huge. Try not to kind of attach happiness with something that could be down the line try to find an approach that will work for you whether it's kind of work-life balance or making more time for family making more time for the gym making more time for runs or whatever it may be and kind of go from there so number number six is taking ownership of your actions so a lot of us i've spoken about this and i spoke about it earlier on the episode i've spoken about this on podcasts is about the victim mentality so many of us kind of we kind of blame our situation and then we we blame family, we blame other people for our actions and our potential misery where we are at. We blame potential bosses for why we haven't got promotions. We blame other people for why potentially the relationship with someone didn't work out. We blame others for potentially mollycoddling us and not for, for overfeeding us when we're at home per se, like for instance, oh, I, I'm at home all the time and I don't cook my meals and my mom is kind of massive portions of food. 
you can say no to the massive portion you can eat what you want off the plate you no one's forcing that food down your throat fair enough you may feel that you may don't want to insult your parents or whoever's cooking the food or your auntie whoever's cooking the food but you like if you you can't blame anyone else no one's putting that fork into your mouth you're the only one that is putting that fork into your mouth so you need to take ownership of your actions if you are no closer to your goal than you were this time last year something needs to be changed something needs to be looked at have you written your out your goals have you found your reason why you're doing something have you put 100% behind what you're trying to do have you if you have put in a 100% into what you're trying to do and you're still no closer to your goal well then at least you know you've tried there's no point in putting people up on pedestals that oh why is this person faster than me why is this person getting a promotion why am i blah 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 those people that that's happening for, for that person or whoever it may be because they've been consistent consistency is key whether it be financial whether it be fitness whether it be mindset you need to be consistent you need to take ownership of your actions baby steps along the way if you are starting at this is january and it's going to be mental now within the gym for the next couple of weeks but knowing the way it works in the fitness industry by february most of those people will not be in the gym so for those people who are listening to this and have been regular in the gym a lot of those people will not be on their journeys by February. They've gone too gung-ho. They've never been in the gym before and they're kind of going six days a week and it'll last for probably two days. I hope I'm wrong. But knowing from the research, knowing from, from the previous experience of working on a face-to-face gym, it's just the way it's going to happen. But those people potentially, they miss one day and then they kind of derails the whole process. They are blaming their actions. They're blaming their situation on potentially something that, oh, um, work or a work meeting has come up or their family situation has something come up. Take ownership of your actions. If you miss one day, make sure you hit the next fucking day. If you miss a meal, make sure you get a, a, the next meal in. It, it's, it's simple as that. Take ownership of your situation. Take ownership of your actions. I've kind of alluded to this already about kind of setting goals. It's 2020 now. It's New Year. You're potentially a little bit overindulged at Christmas, which is fine. And I gave my clients a week off to enjoy themselves. Christmas was for enjoying and Christmas was for kind of getting the right, kind of taking time out, resetting, refueling. We're potentially writing out goals and that means something to you. There's no point in saying, oh, um, I'm going to go and travel the world when it's something you've no interest in. So the important thing from setting goals is, and I recommend a book, um, by Robin Sharma or Sharma, S H A R M A, um, the monk who sold his Ferrari. It's phenomenal. I read it before Christmas, and if there was any a book that I've read that was to I was to read at the right time, it was probably this. And it kind of goes through setting goals and the importance of this when it comes to anything. You need to know your why. You, I would write down your goals, get a journal, put in a picture of kind of potentially the body that you want within reason. I would potentially write down that you want to make progress on certain lifts, realistic. Take progress photos throughout the process. Build a habit. You may not be able to get rid of the old ones, but you can definitely make new ones. And what I may mean by kind of not getting rid of the old habits is potentially having the chocolate. There's nothing wrong with chocolate. But you may be able to create a new habit saying, I'm going to have a bit of porridge and put a little bit of chocolate in that and make that little change to your diet. Tell people, 
Tell people that you're going to be doing a weight loss journey. Tell people you're going to aim for a promotion. Tell people you're going to do a 10K. That will put the pressure on you to make sure that you follow through with your actions. And I don't mean go up on social media saying, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. You can do that if you want. There's no problem with that. And a lot of fitness people do that. A lot of people do that. But I would tell your inner circle saying, I'm going to run 10K. I'm going to enter the Dublin Marathon next year. And that will put the pressure on you to be saying, that's my goal. That's my goal. And you don't want to let that, that those people down. You don't want to let your family down or whatever those inner circles are and kind of push through with that goal. Set a timeline. So I knew I alluded to doing a marathon because I've had clients before that have kind of aimed for marathons. And if you've got a timeline, your holiday, you've got a wedding coming up, well then reach out. Set that's your timeline. That's a perfect one. And the most important one is enjoy the process. There's no point in you going plodding along on this chicken and broccoli diet and not enjoying the process. If you enjoy CrossFit, do fucking CrossFit. If you enjoy running, do running. If you don't enjoy the gym, find something new and get a PT, go out for walks, whatever it may be, go hiking, go fishing, whatever it may be. Find your reason why, find your thing and enjoy it. Don't give out to it. Kind of take ownership of your actions again. If you're not enjoying it, do something about it. Um, you must have something that means something to you. Number eight, um, and number eight is one of those things that I've realized, I think I started doing this properly in about March or April time when I was away in Thailand last year, and it was journaling. And I've spoken about this before, and journaling has kind of allowed me to put my thoughts on paper. I know I have this microphone in front of me now, and I enjoy kind of talking like this, but I find kind of... I love doing the podcast, don't get me wrong, and I love writing. I think the writing side of things, when I was going through the counseling stuff, I was able to write down what was in my head rather than verbalize them. And it's something I've worked on now, so I'm able to verbalize my thoughts a little bit better. And the the journaling is kind of, for me, is about cultivating my mind. So the way I look about kind of cultivating your mind, and this is another analogy from the Robin uh, Sharma book, is imagine your mind is a garden. You want to protect your garden from weeds. You don't want to let those weeds kind of seep in and kind of wreak havoc in your thoughts. So your weeds are kind of your negative thoughts. You don't want those to seep in and kind of ruin your day, ruin your life or whatever it may be. You want to kind of put out those fires. You want to put out those kind of the the, the weed killer and whatever it may be and get rid of those negative thoughts. So many of us, I know I've been guilty of this previously, is like not recognizing the triggers. And this is why I journal. I know that if I write down in my diary and kind of look back and say one of the days I've had bad days and kind of realize why it happened or what has happened and look back at it a few days later and say, I hadn't slept that day. I felt like crap. I didn't get out for a walk or I was just hadn't slept the night before. It's, this, or it's understanding, recognizing your triggers and potentially trying to change something about it, creating a new habit and kind of go from there. None of us, like a lot of us, the gym is kind of put on this pedestal that by potential bodybuilders or whatever it may be, that that's the kind of the ultimate, ultimate physique. And it's amazing. Bodybuilding is amazing. It has its place in its sport, or has that the sport has its place in, in society and everything like that. But we put these people up on pedestals that why guy can't get like this, why I can't get like that. Potentially you don't want to get like that. You're just kind of looking for that goal. Once again, finding your reason why. Like you need to recognize those triggers. If you are 
hungry, angry, lonely, tired. I've talked about the whole system an awful lot. Recognizing those triggers. Why are those weeds seeping in? Did something happen with a relationship? Did something happen in the gym? Did something happen at work? Someone put you down or whatever like that and resonate with you. And you need to look at yourself. Why does that resonate with you? Why if someone made a comment about you, why is that kind of impacted on you? Why does that put you in a bad mood? And it's something that I'm working on. It's I'm nowhere near 100%, but I know if it's helping me and this resonates with one person, well, then it's going to be, that's the reason why I put out this podcast. And one thing that I've started doing now is kind of writing whatever's happened throughout the day, whether it be, uh, is putting out a positive affirmation each day. I aim for put out three positive affirmations on the end of my journal every single day saying, got to train, got to walk, felt great, um, got a new client, uh, got an onboarding call, uh, spoke to one of the lads over in Australia who I haven't spoken to in a while and something subtle as that can when you're closing over that journal I do it at night before I go to sleep close over that journal you've got the happy hormone in your head knowing that you've kind of had this great day you're going to sleep happy you're waking up happy refreshed all that kind of stuff and that works for me it may not work for everyone it might be a little bit airy fairy for some people but it's one of those things that works for me and if it if it helps you guys please feel free to, to do so. And I couldn't recommend a book called The Daily Stoic uh, by Ryan Holiday enough. It's phenomenal. It talks about quotes from Stoicism, Marcus Aurelius, and it allows you to look at a quote from, from around that time and, and then it attaches a story to it. So, and it's scary when you open up any page on it and there's a quote on it. it it's scary how much that, that, kind of sentence or that quote or whatever it may be resonates with you at some point in your life it has 365 days there's each date has a different quote whatever day you open it up on kind of look at that and see if it works for you if say say the example um this is probably being recorded in december this is being recorded in december and if i open it up now the quote may or it may not resonate with me, but in a few days or a few weeks it may resonate with me so you can always go back to it it's not potentially one of those books you read from front to cover, it's only one of those books you dip in and out of. So if someone's looking for a book to read in the new year, that may may help them. And I've noticed a lot more people are kind of attacking, are attaching me, are uh, mentioning my name up on Instagram um, for this book and are going out to buy this book. It, it definitely helps. The, the ninth point is what's meant for you won't pass you by. And I've kind of alluded to this earlier about listening to your body. If I hadn't got sick in 2017, I would still be in a job I hate. If that car crash happened, I would not listen to my body, wouldn't be refueling it correctly, wouldn't be getting the sleep that it needs, enjoying my training again. Your body is a weird way of telling you to change something. As I've said already, you're not a tree. If you're unhappy about something, do it. What's meant for you won't pass you by. If If a relationship was broken up and you're potentially feeling a little bit... Sorry, you're a little bit anxious about things at the minute. There are the, the stages to kind of go through. But you may look back in a few months, a few years, whatever it may be, and kind of say, do you know what, that was probably the best decision. You could be happy now with kids or whatever it may be. If something has happened to you that it was kind of like you saw a photo of yourself and you weren't happy or a comment was made for you, use it as fuel, that comment was potentially made for a reason. It could resonate with you. It, like I, it, it just could be one of those things that kind of helps you kick you into gear, get your mental side of things kind of working for you. That comment be, could be seen as to be a sign for you to kind of 
wanting to do something, wanting to change something. Or it could be one of those comments that kind of gets you down. And then you need to understand why is that comment getting you down? There's no point in letting the comments get you down if you're not going to do anything about it. People always have an opinion. It's, it's an opinion. It's not a fact. Someone else's opinion of you is their opinion of you. It's not kind of written in, in, in stone about you. Some people could say you're a little bit angry, a little bit lonely, or you have no mates, whatever it might be. But that's someone else's opinion of you. You could be more introvert. You you can do something about it. You could reach out to different people. You could be a big advocate of social media and be talking to people on social media. You could be one of those people that's a gamer and wants to reach out to people and have a community that way doesn't necessarily you're not gonna yeah that's it's like i'm a huge advocate of what's meant for you what's meant for you but won't pass you by everything that you do something has happened something has aligned this this could be wishy-washy for you guys something has happened for that reason like it's up to you to kind of look for the positive in that in that side of things the last one is a thing called kaizen kaizen is a japanese term called continuous improvement i have realized this for the last little while that it's there's no such thing as overnight success whether it's kind of the business side of things the podcast side of things the fitness side of things or working with clients is that there's you need to continuously improve that's why my big goal for 2020 is to continue to put out the content on the on the on a weekly podcast if i can to try and read a book or three podcasts a week or listen to three podcasts a week get to the gym three days per week get a new pb um continue some improvement towards a new job potentially yeah potentially work on getting new clients new content and new boyfriend new girlfriend whatever whatever tickles your fancy and to learn something new is is kind of like continuous improvement if i if i kind of listen to a podcast and i don't potentially kind of 99 percent of that doesn't um resonate with me well then that's not a problem at all but one percent of it might and one percent of it might be that little trigger for me to kind of push on like i've listened to so many podcasts this year and i've been very lucky what i've had on so far and i've taken a lot from those people that i've had on um and a lot of those people are very, very academical people, very, very smart people or academic people even, um, are very, very smart individuals. And I've taken, I, it would have been very, very shameful of me not to have taken something away from each of those episodes. And while I'm on those podcasts, I have a pen and paper in front of me and I take something away from that. And I hope you guys take something away from whatever you're inputting into your head, whether it be Netflix, I hope it's not the Game Changers documentary, whether it be Netflix, whether it be a book that's out there, whether it be a podcast, whether it be a book, whatever it may be, or a movie, and you take something from that and kind of, it, it could hit you then and there, or it could be something later on down the line saying, oh wait, that, that actually makes sense and you can apply it to your, to your life. So like Kaizen is... Is a great term it's about continuous improvement i apply that to everything that i try to do like if i listen back to my first episode of the podcast the sound quality is crap it's recorded off my phone um i made sure to get a microphone and the sound quality has gone a lot lot better my continuous improvement now is to find the quality of my training again my continuous improvement now is to make sure the quality of the service on the online i look at the quality of the service online that i potentially offer at the beginning 
and it would be nowhere near where it is now. I've researched, I've put a lot more effort and time and resources financially and time-wise into everything that I've done. And it's allowed me to help you guys a lot more, be able to put a lot more content out there that can help you guys. And continuous improvement doesn't necessarily only mean fitness. It can be making sure that you kind of get home by, say, six or seven o'clock, be able to put the kids to bed. It could be to find small little triggers about kind of getting out with friends uh, once or twice a week, having phone calls with your mates over in Australia who you potentially haven't reached out to in a while, whatever it may be. So the lessons that I've learned in 2019, running your own race, whether it be fitness in fitness industry or business, whatever it may be, the importance of listening to your body. If you're unhappy, then do something about it. Number four, you can't please everyone. Number five, I'll be happy when getting rid of that mentality. Number six, take ownership of your actions. Number seven, the importance of setting goals. Number eight, journaling and how it can cultivate your mind, recognizing those triggers. Number nine, what's meant to, what's meant for you won't pass you by. And number 10, Kaizen and continuous improvement. So guys, I hope this has helped. Hope it hasn't been too wishy-washy for you. If you have enjoyed it, please do tag me up on your story. Please do send me a DM. Please do review it up on iTunes. Please do put more, put put. let me help others. Like that's the reason why I do this. My goal for 2020 is to try and put as many episodes, quality episodes out as possible. For some, for If I feel that I don't have an episode that may be of due quality for you guys, well then I won't put it out. If it's helped you in any way to kind of zone in on your, what's going to happen for you in 2020, please do let me know. DM me, review it. And, and make sure to share it with your friends. Put it up on your story, tag me in it. And I'd love to hear from you guys. If you are kind of on the start of your journey for 2020, whether it be fitness or whatever it may be, and you're interested in working with myself, online coaching, and you want to hear a little bit more details, please do feel free to drop me a message on DM or head over and apply on www.shanewalshfitness.com. And I'll be more than happy to have a free consultation with you guys over the phone. And we can kind of go from there. So guys, thank you so much for listening to the episode. Um, as always, thank you so much. And I'll talk to you soon.